This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tell me more about yourself. Yes, it's Thursday. That means you've almost made it through the week. Almost. And we're going to take you through 3 o'clock on your Thursday. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And I've noticed an absence in the metaverse. Oh. Uh, I've noticed an absence okay. in the Instagrams. Yeah. Uh where where Kanye? Where did where's Kanye? Where did oh Kanye yeah, because you were all up in Kanye's business on social media, right? No, no, not at all. Mm-mm. But you're absolutely right. Kanye West has been temporarily suspended from Instagram, and this comes following some posts that he made of a racial nature that led to Meta, that is the parent company of Facebook, through a spokesperson saying that uh, he violated their policies on hate speech, bullying, and harassment. And will no longer be able to, or I should say, won't be able to post on Instagram for at least 24 hours. So I haven't checked to see if he's back up yet, but my assumption is that he's still within that 24-hour window. I mean, that is the um, adult equivalent. That is the equivalent to Kanye West of go to your room and think about what you've done. Yeah. I will say his account is there. You, He just can't post to it. Although so, he has removed some of his posts. Okay, so that was my question. Is is the offending stuff still there? Yeah, no. The one the stuff about uh the stuff about Trevor Noah is not there. Because I'm assuming that had to be taken down in order for him to have his account, you know, come back eventually. So who all did he say nasty, terrible, awful? Well, awful, a lot awful of people things. but this really Fair. does revolve around um Trevor Noah and it was in direct response to a segment that Trevor Noah had on the Daily Show and Frankly, um, you should go watch the clip if you haven't, because Trevor Noah, this was from his Tuesday show, and it discussed Kanye's real just problematic behavior in public regarding his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, and their post-divorce drama, which really seems to be motivated mostly by him. And he talks about it from a personal, uh, a place of personal experience, because, and I didn't know this, apparently um, Trevor Noah has... Uh, a history in his family of domestic violence. In fact, his stepfather shot his mother after uh, they ended their relationship. And he talked about very specifically what it's like uh, for women who have to deal with this. And he said on the show, quote, what she's going through, that is what Kim Kardashian is going through, is terrifying to watch and shines a spotlight on what so many women go through when they choose to leave. And Again, if you go back and watch the the clip of Trevor Noah from his show, he says, you know, 
a lot of times we pay attention to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West and those kinds of stories. They're sort of like in the pop culture sphere, right? Or there's like sports stories where people talk about sportsy things. And then there are stories about, I don't know, politics and it's politicky things. And sometimes those individual stories transcend mm-hmm. like the, the where they start. And he said this is, you know, one such story that is this drama to say drama is kind of to not place, I think, accurately where the the problem is starting, and that's in this case Kanye West, right? But let, that Kanye's like behavior a, a different conversation. That Kanye's behavior has now brought this story to a level where people should be paying attention because, mm-hmm. as he said, this is something that women have to go through. And in response to that, again, what we're getting to is how Kanye ended up being suspended temporarily from posting on Instagram. What that led to, that segment, apparently Kanye didn't like it, but led to a post with some racial slurs toward Trevor Noah. And we don't need to read those mm-hmm. uh, at, you know. Yeah, but uh, we just need to know it, it was bad enough. It, it was, it was, it, it was against the policies of Instagram. And then, you know, Trevor Noah responded and, and he did so with dignity and was like, and, and again, I would just encourage you to go read the response. Because again, it just shows what you know a person dealing. He, Kanye is or Trevor Noah did not make this personal about Kanye, mm-hmm. and in fact, he goes to great lengths to be like, "This is not about my respect for you as an artist. This is just behavior that society has seen before, and it's scary to a lot of people, and that's why it's concerning." So he responds in a very professional way. Obviously, Kanye did not, and it wasn't just Kanye West, or uh, I shouldn't say it wasn't just Kanye West. It wasn't just. Trevor Noah, but he's also, and we've talked about this on the show, Kanye West has gone after Pete Davidson Mm -hmm. in really like creepy ways with that music video, but also alleging that Pete was going to get his ex-wife, that is Kim Kardashian, hooked on drugs. I mean, just saying really horrible, just terrible things that sort of went beyond the pale. Again, that take the story from just, you know, post-marriage drama to... I'm kind of concerned and we all should be somewhat concerned for Kim Kardashian in this moment on a human level because mm-hmm. we've seen this behavior before and sometimes it's it's not just somebody acting out on social media it can be a, you know a deeper issue. So people right. like Kanye though is reacting emotionally to those people calling out that behavior. Um DL Hughley was another one who he's a comedian and he you know makes jokes at Kanye's expense a couple of which poke at Kanye's mental health which I don't think is like like helpful in this moment but Kanye didn't like that so he has gone after sporadically all sorts of people not just Trevor Noah well you know and I this is it's a hard I mean it's a hard conversation to have for a couple of reasons um one these are people that we usually on my talk on the Colleen and Bradley show um kind of we occupy ourselves with the frivolity of their Hollywood personas and to Trevor Noah's point. Um, and I think we've started to see this. I think this conversation was sort of bubbling up uh, when before, before these texts between uh, Kanye and Pete ever even showed up um, maybe around the time of the birthday party, when he was tweeting, when Kanye was tweeting there, there's been concern about this sort of bubbling up these are the kinds of things that, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that 
I know anything or that something is going to happen. These are the kinds of things, though, when something bad ends up happening, people go back and go, well, here were the signals, right? So what do you do then Mm -hmm. when you are seeing the signals and they're being played out in front of our very eyes? Um, And then I wonder, you know, who's, who's caring for Kanye and who's caring for Kim in this moment, right? Because obviously they both need somebody to be like kind of bringing the, the, reality mm-hmm. to them yeah i mean i think the the important thing is that people are calling out the behavior you know instead of sort of looking the other way or what we probably would have done maybe 5 10 20 years ago is sort of just you know make it a punchline mm-hmm. until it's no longer a punchline and we have you know many examples of men who were unable to deal with the end of a relationship who went on to do you know terrible things up to and including murder uh that it's nice to see people like Trevor Noah who are a disinterested third parties at least mm-hmm. calling out that despite you know personal attacks that they they are then going to face. You could see a lot of people just saying, "Well, oh, I'm not going to go there. I'm not getting in the middle of that." Trevor Noah feels it it's an important enough issue to at least talk about it. And it's not to say that again that Kanye's going to do something. It's just that it's important when somebody is exhibiting behavior in public that that is potentially harmful mm-hmm. or and and also it's not just people it's not just Trevor Noah you've got Instagram who is taking the opportunity to you know hold Kanye West accountable which social media has not always social media companies that is have not always been mm, very quick to deal with mm-hmm. people exhibiting problematic behavior on their platforms mm-hmm. and so especially if they're famous powerful or visible people mm-hmm. So it's nice to see that that's in this case meta that is Facebook that is Instagram is is making Kanye accountable for his words in the same way that you and I and anybody else who would you know post things like that on social media would be held accountable for. So that that does make me that does give me some sort of hope that people are not going to just kind of look the other way and make jokes about something. <laughs> yeah. And then god forbid, you know, um, something happens and people are like, well, why didn't we? And again, yeah, we not to say that that's going to happen. It's just that right. you don't know. And so right. you at least just need to call out behavior regardless. When it, when we're in the moment. Yeah. So I, I was just going to check because I didn't know the answer to this question. Um, I didn't know if Kanye was still on Twitter. He's still on Twitter, but he's not posting on Twitter. And the reason I wanted to check that is because it seems like I think... I think, you know, it'll be important to pay attention to what happens when he comes off of that 24-hour uh, Instagram ban, mm-hmm. right? And does he go back to what he's been doing that we've been witnessing? And then how is that handled? Or does he take the show on the road over to another social media platform to see, you know, where he can be heard? Mm-hmm. Um, because you get the sense that, that like he just is he's trying to find an audience Mm -hmm. um kanye is and so uh it'll be i'll be curious to see what happens next but to your point and to trevor noah's point i am glad that somebody's calling it out for what it is and issuing a consequence where they can and i give like major kudos i think we all can learn from trevor noah's response to him because the impulse certainly can be to to go low but he really went high Mm -hmm. on that 
Yeah, I will say, Kim, you know, we talked about Kim being on Ellen. I think we talked about that yesterday mm-hmm. in a Dirt Alert update or something. That in, airs today, and apparently she talks about taking the high road uh, regarding Kanye's behavior, which, you know, not surprising that um, that she would... It, it's got to be a weird tightrope to walk when, you know, you have a public persona like Kim Kardashian that is so over-manicured and curated that you then have to deal with something that's so not mm-hmm. curated. Um, so maybe she'll say something else in that interview. Yeah. That, that will be relevant. And all the unpredictability mm-hmm. that is Kanye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a, my talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hey, Holly. Hey, let's talk about Wendy Williams. Oh, okay. She's talking to ABC News today, speaking out about months of reports and rumors about her well-being after health struggles kept her from her show, The Wendy Williams Show, which is now going to be The Sherry Shepard Show come fall. Mm, Okay, so is she talking on camera or is this a conversation? It was a radio interview, I think. Okay. Well, this is at ABC News, but she didn't want to be on camera. Okay. So we have the reporter who's on camera side by side with a photograph uh, of Wendy Williams. Okay. All right. Uh huh. Now, Wendy Williams in this interview said that she is comfortable and ready to work again. Now, in this phone interview, Wendy Williams said, give me about three months. There are private things that I have to deal with, and then I'll be ready to come back and be free and ready to do my thing. Oh, I have so many curiosities. Did you say this, Holly? Um, I was pull- trying to pull up the story, so I may have misheard. Did you say, because uh, the, the, I remember reading in the story about this earlier, that when they reached out to Debmar Mercury, Debmar Mercury was like, here's a press release we released a while back you might want to read. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, like, nothing's changed here. Right, right. That mm. That is the story Ooh. over at ABC News. So I, she just might not... Unless she's talking about maybe a new show she's going to be doing. I don't know. I She's, you know, Wendy Williams not talking specifics about where and how she's going to be back. Uh, but she did say, you know, just give me a couple months and I'll be ready to go. Now, Wendy Williams did make statements in the past, and correct me if I'm wrong, that she wanted to get back to work and that there's a lot of like that's what i was gonna say area. we've heard this refrain yeah. of this um song before uh-huh i mean she's been saying this essentially ever since she left yeah so i don't again it doesn't sound like anything has really changed and again it just look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply indicates that perhaps she's maybe not aware of the same things that you know the production company that formerly produced her show i mean again they referred <laughs> the reporter to the press release that says sherry shepherd's got a new show mm-hmm. uh-huh she yeah indicates that wendy doesn't right now wendy williams also addressing her legal battle with wells fargo oh, bank which that? froze her accounts for two months now she said that because these accounts have been frozen, it's prevented her from fulfilling financial obligations like mortgage payments, payroll for her employees. Wendy Williams told ABC News that they say I need somebody to handle my account and I don't want that. Wendy Williams says I want all my money. I want to see all my money that I've worked hard for my entire life, my entire life. She said, I don't lie. I don't cheat and I don't steal. I am an honest, hardworking person. I still, I have, I still have so many questions. I, I would like to talk to the ABC reporter and ask why they weren't asking more questions. Yeah, and I would say she might just want to talk to her attorneys about why she right. doesn't have access to her money. Right. Yeah. Now, when uh, Wells Fargo did not provide comment to Wendy's statements, but uh, they go back to the statements again, kind of Bradley, like you know, Debmar Mercury Productions, right. where like, see this. Wells Fargo also kind of see what we told see, People Magazine. Back nothing in has changed for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. And maybe it's a little premature. I well, have so many. What the heck is going on over there? This. Well, I mean, oh, it's oh. hard. You don't know, and it's not like we're trying to make stuff up without knowing. But it's not. It wouldn't be a surprise if. There's a severe, you know, some sort of impairment, impairment wise Mm -hmm. going on with her. And, you know, that's going to require a bunch of moving parts. And those parts are going to be awkward. And especially if it's an impairment issue, it's going to be even harder because the person involved might not see things the same way Mm -hmm. as, you know, which is why there are things in place and make sure it's not a 14 year conservatorship, Britney Spears. But like you just mm-hmm. hope that she's got some good representation and people fighting on her behalf because she should be, you know, somebody should be advocating for her. Right. Well, Wendy will leave you with these words in this interview. She said, this is what I would love to say to my Wendy watchers. Keep watching because I'm going to be back on the Wendy show bigger and brighter than ever, says Wendy Williams. I hope that she has that experience of life. Uh-huh. That she returns bigger and brighter in some way, shape, or form. There you go. Let's move on to <laughs> Prince Harry's memoir. We know that he made a massive book deal to write his about his experiences of life. And sources uh, close to uh, Prince Harry say that he has no plans to rip his grandma, Queen Elizabeth II, <laughs> or the rest of the royal well, family in this memoir. Now, this is coming from his close confidant, Obed Scobie, right? Mm-hmm. So we know that the call is coming from inside the house mm-hmm. when Obed Scobie says this. Harry is really going out of his way to make sure that there isn't material in there that can be seen as negative towards the queen or her reign in any way whatsoever. 
Yeah, that's also does not say, but I'm not going to talk crap about my dad. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. my brother. Uh-huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you. Wait, wait for that. Because what else is he going to talk about exactly? Right, snoozer. Yeah. I, I will say, you know, I, it does not come as a surprise that Harry would want to protect the image of the queen they had a had a have and have had a very special relationship but give us the dirt yeah. about all the others well okay. i mean maybe we're going Thanks. to get that now yeah, Omid, I wouldn't be surprised. Omid scoby says that this book will celebrate the queen's life and his relationship with her in the book and uh, Omid scoby saying i think as much as the press wants this to be a burn book and an attack on the institution this is more just about his story this is just going to be Prince Harry's story. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, to your guys's point, everybody else in the royal family is going to be fair game. <laughs> Good. So watch out yeah, for that. and in in a like salaciously non-salacious way or a non-salaciously salacious way is probably the better way to say that meaning like he's not you're pro- we're probably not going to learn much but he's going to get in his his choice words where mm-hmm. he can if past his prologue in the sense that the interview they did with Oprah didn't mince words Mm -mm. and coming for certain people in their family. And I wouldn't imagine that his autobiography would be any different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it will probably be very diplomatic Mm -hmm. and very, um, read between the lines. Well, I was just going to say, worry not. There will be people who speak fluent between the lines. Yeah. Yes. we, We will hear the report of those reports. Also, I would like to listen to the audiobook if he reads it. Thank you. Indeed. I mean, you probably will. I know. Probably. I'm in. Holly Roberts, thank you for that dirt alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly is going to bring us some blind items, pop culture mysteries. She'll deliver them. We will try to solve them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. You guys are fun. Fun, fun. My Talk 1071. Lori and Julie. Holly Roberts has some pop culture mysteries for us to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And uh, we solve these mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We'll try to solve them in the segment we call blinded by the item. Blinded by the item. A little hot gossip for your midday listening pleasure. All right. Let's start with this one. It appears this family must be taking lessons from Pat Houston. The next thing you know, they'll be trotting out a hologram of the deceased A-list singer to go out on tour mm. and sing the fake songs generated by a computer they're trying to pass off as real. Oof. Ooh. Is that, that's Eesh. not like a, that's not a Jackson experience, is it? No. Uh. Somebody recently passed? No, they passed away in the 90s. Oh. Oh, okay. And okay. Mm-hmm. Reframing, reframing, reframing. Like, was it tragic? Yes. Mm. I mean, all death is kind of mm-hmm. tragic. I just meant like untimely. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who untimely passed in the 90s? I don't know if I can Young? back that far. Yes. Mm. Oh. Not like a Kurt Cobain? No. Okay. Not like a Selena. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Why do we think that? Tell us, fill in the blanks, and then let's figure that out. So it appears that the family must be taking lessons from Pat Houston. 
the mother of Whitney Houston, because the next thing you know, they'll be trotting out a hologram of Selena to go out on tour and sing the fake songs Mm. generated by a computer they're trying to pass off as real. Headline yesterday, Selena's family announces new album 27 years after her death. A record featuring the singer's digitally altered voice is expected to be released next month. So says Selena's father. So what? Yeah. So what? Anti lawyer is saying is not only is this voice digitally altered, it's just a dang computer. It's not even hers. Oh gosh. Sad. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I have so many things to say, and not anything to say. The thing that I think is always very sad is when um, a person of note dies, and the people who are left behind are trying to figure out how to make meaning and still make maybe some money off of them, um, off of the gifts that they gave. Uh, but this is just not authentic. It's not the same as having a bunch of uh, music that she recorded when she was alive that has never been released. Yeah. And releasing that, that would be one thing. But this is like fully manufacturing a reality oh, that yeah, never no, existed. I don't know who would... I don't even, I can't imagine fans would want that. Ugh. Sad. Well, look, it's only going to get worse from here, you guys. Great. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> because all of the blind items today have a certain degree of yuck to them. Okay. So we'll do this Fun. next one. Uh, yeah. The cameras, cameras were not there to see the violence directed at this HGTV star by her ex. Oof. If they had been, the career of the ex would be over. Is that like a Christina Tariq and Tariq? Tariq? El Musa? Mm. Yeah. So wait, which way are they saying the violence went? From him to her? From her to him? From him to, to her. her. So the cameras were not there to see the violence directed at Christina Hack mm. by her ex, Tarek El Moussa. Now, if they had been, Tarek El Moussa's career would be over. This isn't the first oh. time that NT Lawyer has said this about him. So proceed with your fandom with caution. Accordingly. Mm-hmm. I am, he fascinates me in a, um, I, I don't feel an appeal from him in the same way that other HGTV stars are able to get my attention that I am. And so I've been curious about how he has sustained this career without her. Right. Because when they were together, she was the thing to me that drove the show. Um, So I'm just, he, he's, he's a curiosity for me. Thank you. Yeah. I never understood the appeal of that show mostly just because it was the same thing over and over again, which admittedly a lot of those shows are, but um, yeah, there was nothing about their, I I also don't need like the, the story, the fictional true story of their relationship. Totally. I hear that. And those kinds of shows. Cause I just want to watch the makeover. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I always fast forward. Like if the host is pregnant and they're going for an ultrasound, I'm like, okay, babies are great and everything, but just get back to the house. Fast forward. More celebrity gossip mysteries. Colleen and Bradley, please solve this piece of hot gossip. This former A-list singer slash fairly bad actress stopped taking steroids after she saw herself on the first season of her show. This also makes her feel not so great, but she said she can handle that if she looks better, so she thinks. Mm. 
So somebody who's got a show, but is also kind of a crap singer. Or did you say crap actress? Kind of a crap actress. But who sings? According to NT Lawyer, yes. Selena Gomez. Yeah. That's too bad. I know. Super too bad. Yeah. So Selena Gomez stopped taking steroids after she saw herself on the first season of Only Murders in the Mm. Building. The thing is, is that they make her, this makes her not feel so great. But Selena Gomez says she can handle not feeling so great if she looks better. And by the way, she wasn't taking steroids, you know, like anabolic steroids to pump her up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's not like hulking out on set. Oh, that's sad. That's a sad. I don't sad. I told you these were all I know, sad. Yeah. I know. We're just, ex- we're just this living reminds me I need it. to watch that show. I keep thinking the same thing because everybody says it's so great, which I also think is interesting because NT Lawyer always refers to Selena Gomez as not that great of an actress. And I think other people do too, but the show is still so good. Mm-hmm. The show is good. Yeah. Selena Gomez in Only Murders in the Building. She's okay. She's all she's right. Not, maybe she, not the best part. Yeah, she's well, okay. Well, I mean, it's got to also be hard to hold your own, and I would give her extreme credit for holding her own against such titans of stage and screen as Steve Martin and Martin Short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's no small thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Credit where credit is due. Yes. All right, so this one isn't so yuck. Yay. But still kind of yucky? No, it's going to be a challenge to solve it because it does involve the world of sports. Great. Great. Okay. I mean, did you want the real yuck or do you want the sports? Let's do sports. Yeah, I don't care. Just do you, honey. I don't care. Let's go. Your segment. Well, let's go with the sports. This former. (laughs) A plus list NFL player turned television talking head was acting like a baby the final month of the season because the network wanted someone else to call a game the player wanted. He was going to withhold his services this year if they didn't essentially trade him to another network, which is what happened. Hmm. So who was being a big baby? Who ended up getting traded to another network? Yeah. Um, I don't. Okay, know. I'm just gonna think of all the talking football players that I know. Great. We're still waiting. <laughs> uh, Michael Strahan? No, he's fine. He went to space. He's fine. Okay. He's, yeah. he's the only talking he, football and, player that I know. And you're talking about someone who is still talking sports? Yes. Okay. Now, I will give you a hint. Okay. This person was a football player in the 90s. He was very good at it. Oh, is it Brett one of the... Favre? Favre? No. Does he have a brother? No, he doesn't. Okay, forget it. No. Uh, this person, I believe, played for the... Joe Namath. <laughs> uh, that Namath wrong. <laughs> this person played for the Dallas Cowboys. That helps me Oh, come on, in the 90s. All. Dallas Cowboys. That means nothing. I know, I know. Seriously, Seriously? nothing. Um, I lived in Texas in the 90s, and I still don't know. Do we know this person? Are you sure that we know this person? I even know this person. Okay, okay so All it's right. somebody from the 90s. Yes. John Elway. No. <laughs> I'm just naming has sports he been? People. Has he been in uh, any TV shows or commercials that we would know of? Unfortunately, no. Darn I don't it. even know if this person owns a chain of uh, car dealerships like the 
person that Bradley just previously mentioned. Could it be Troy Aikman? Could it be? Yes. That goes uh, our thank you to Elaine for showing up with that one. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you. Thanks, Elaine. Elaine. We needed you you and you came through. So Troy Aikman was acting like a baby the final month of the NFL season because uh, a network wanted someone else to call a game that Troy Aikman wanted to. And he was going to withhold his services this year if the network didn't essentially trade him to another network. He's over at ESPN now. Great. And that happened. So he can go and be a big baby over at ESPN. Congrats on your new job, Mr. Ruffin. Yeah. Thank you, Holly, for those uh, for those blind items. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I completed an assignment I gave myself, and I watched Rebel Wilson. Oh yeah, uh, specifically her opening monologue for the BAFTA Awards, which occurred last weekend. Right. And uh, I have my review, and Great. I will review it fabulous for you and give you some opportunities for listening. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. After this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. Uh, and uh, okay, so I completed an assignment that I assigned to myself yesterday, which was to watch Rebel Wilson's BAFTA monologue. Oh, yeah. And see if it really was as bad as all the reviews were saying. Oh, okay. All well, right. in order to understand uh, what she did, we have to know how we got there. All right. And there was something that I did not realize, and maybe you guys did, but it, it, I learned it in the studying of uh, Rebel Wilson, is that on tw- in 2020, during those BAFTAs, uh, which ran... I think right at the like right before we started having lockdowns sure, that makes uh, in sense. February of 2020, she had uh, a moment on stage. Her job was to announce uh, some nominees for Best Director Award, and she wrote her own moment and utilized her few minutes in that space to deliver what ended up being a super entertaining um, comedic bit. Oh, okay. Probably three minutes of and just people were like, yeah, hilarity. we want more of that. So let me just give you a, a taste of that. Sure. Okay. So here she is and she's, she'll end up talking about cats. Now, as Graham was saying tonight is all about sustainability. So... <laughs> So I made this dress by sewing two old dresses together. (laughs) The red is from that one time I didn't win Miss Australia. (laughs) And the black is from a funeral I just went to for the feature film Cats. (laughs) 
strangely not nominated for any awards. <laughs> I'm not sure if everyone here is across the controversy, but this year there has been a distinct lack of nominations for felines. Okay, so she does three minutes of, and it's and it's it is funny, and yeah, she arrives it, it, she arrives with her Rebel Wilson sort of what everybody knows and yeah. loves about Rebel yeah. Wilson. Also notable, this was in 2020, which was prior to pandemic, and in Rebel Wilson's life, oh her uh, weight loss, her year journey. of health, exactly. So when she shows up, this so they this captured audiences. They laughed. It was truly funny. Yeah, they were like, "We want more of that. We want that for." Well, didn't she? And then, oh gosh, I can't remember his name now. Oh, talk show host Graham, British, not Graham Norton. No, British talk show host in the United States. Oh, James Corden. James Corden. Didn't James Corden and Rebel Wilson sort of get in trouble for poking fun at the Oscars or some other American awards show about cats? Or was it just James Corden? Anyway, that was, I think, the same year, obviously. Yeah, it sounds. Yes. Um, So they hire her to do the BAFTAs this year, kind of based on that three minute moment that Mm -hmm. she had. And she did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter prior to her hosting where she talks about kind of the pressure of going out for a full to host a full award show versus that three minutes. And one of the things she says is oftentimes when I take the stage, I take the stage as a character. Um, So even if it's subtle, you can tell that there's she knows what she's giving the audience. And it's a it's like a, a trumped up version of herself. Oh, for sure. That character that you just played is. Definitely Rebel Wilson. Exactly. That we would know from movies like Pitch Perfect, et cetera. So what she says she's going to do this time that's going to make it harder is that, you know, she says she doesn't feel like she can do that for the whole three hours. So she's going to show up really as herself. And I would argue that that probably was the thing that made this not stick. Okay. So she shows up as her, and it's it's a slightly muted version of what you heard. Um, she's not as expressive and maybe I would even say, and it's subtle, it's a little low energy. Okay. So let's play. I've got two clips just to kind of illustrate that. And a lot of it I can't play because there's like visual cues, but that's okay. This one is the famous one that everybody's been talking about. This is her talking about her weight loss. Okay. I regret nothing. (laughs) Now I might look a bit different from the last time that you guys saw me here. Uh, yeah. That was me two years ago, and since then I've done quite a transformation. I hope J.K. Rowling still approves. J.K., J.K. Yeah. Everybody's asking me, like, why did you lose weight? Well, clearly it was to get the attention of Robert Pattinson. Because, you know what they say, once you go back, you don't go back. Just joking. Guys, seriously, I did not lose weight just for a guy, as if I did it to get more acting roles. <laughs> Boy, I am now so excited I can play the non-funny love interest in an Adam Sandler movie. Okay, so that's kind of... Yeah. So you, you can kind of tell the difference between her rhythm and it's... Yeah, well, there it seems very much like she's delivering like a stand-up routine, which is different than what she was doing last time, which seemed to be, you know, 
doing a character. Right. And the audience yeah. is, doesn't quite know what to make of it. And you can kind of see it in their eyes. Now, in the next one, she's doing that thing that hosts always do where they go through and tell you who's there. Oh, sure. And I do just want to tell you really quickly, this is based on yesterday's blind item. Lady Gaga, who's she, it's, it became clear to me that she is trying to go in the direction of Madonna. Anyway, I digress. Here is Rebel Wilson doing a bit, introducing some people in the audience. Wellness podcasts. <laughs> but look how gorgeous everyone looks tonight, really. You look fantastic. Lady Gaga is here. Okay. Uh, nominated for House of Gucci. Apparently they all had Italian accents in that film. I didn't notice. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston is in the house. Uh, not nominated tonight. He's just here, low-key. <laughs> Get it, low-key. Mm-hmm. Sir Kenneth Branagh is here. <laughs> the only director not afraid to give Army Hammer a job. Ooh. Right. And it was a groaner. I mean, people's facial expressions were like, Ugh. So yeah, she so tried to go to the... like she's trying, yeah. but she's not delivering. She tried to go to the places that sh- that would push the envelope, yeah. But she didn't bring the thing that people were expecting. Well, also, I would say that doesn't sound like her. Like, right, that just sounds like somebody wrote jokes for her to deliver. Yeah, it doesn't and sound like they wrote jokes for her, her specifically to deliver. Yeah. So all in all, it wasn't terrible, but I liked what they were basing it on better. Meaning, I liked the thing she did that three minute. Um, thing she did in 2020 oh, yeah. was way funnier. Way yeah. So I would, I actually, if you're curious at all, it is worth it to go back and watch that three minute thing to just get like a baseline of what Rebel Wilson does yeah, when she does a enough. character. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It was, I mean, it was fine. I think if, if the rest of the performance was indicated by what you played, I feel like I'm good. Yeah. I'm glad you yeah. did, did the, the dirty work. work. She just sort of looked like she didn't really want to be there, which that was also problematic. You're welcome. Again, it wasn't terrible, but don't do it. Well, I'm glad you did the works so that welcome. we didn't have to. Thank You're you. You're welcome, you guys. All right, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk about this whole business of Netflix charging people who share passwords. I have questions. I know Professor Trainer did uh, some of the heavy lifting and learned a little bit more about that. We'll talk about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show after this on My Talk 1071.